Yo, what's up, everybody? Just so everybody knows, this episode was recorded on March 16th at the very beginning of the whole coronavirus, COVID-19 panic that was ensuing across North America and other places. So if we say something that sounds wrong, it might be. This was our first thoughts on the whole topic as a group, and I'm sure everyone's opinions have changed somewhat since the recording of this. So just think of this episode as a conversation with your closest friends about the craziest times we've probably any of us have witnessed. In the past few weeks, the world has witnessed the worrying spread of a global pandemic. The virus has become extremely infectious and spread to almost every country in the world at blazing speeds. Scientists and doctors have been working tirelessly to devise new treatments and vaccines in order to try and slow down the rapid spread of this new disease. At this point, it may not be an exaggeration when we say this global health crisis will fundamentally change the way we live our lives and how we view the world. Although it is said we live in the information age, it almost seems we have now entered into the misinformation age. Rumors and theories about the origins of this new global health risk have exploded and seem to be just as virulent as the disease itself. Is this some sort of secret government plot to aid in depopulation? A cover for the massive arrests of corrupt high-profile members of the global community? Or is it a result of the incompetence and short-sightedness of political officials who are a product of a culture of greed and apathy? Join the theorists as they slip into super sexy hazmat suits and wade into the hot zone to poke and prod at the theories around COVID-19. The Corona COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> I'm Brayden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. That's Kenny. And uh, we're, still, oh, we're still alive, everybody. If you, if, you can't, uh, if you can't see the live stream, we're all wearing our full hazmat suits. <laughs> ATT no, approved uh, hazmat yeah. suit. Soon to be available. On our merch store. Soon to be on the store. You get your own uh, logo branded so everyone knows you're down with the conspiracies. Can we take these masks off, though? Let's take them off. Let's get them off. Masks are off. They're fucking hot. They're fucking hot. (laughs) Jesus. I'm sweating. (laughs) You guys actually went full fucking hazmat suits. You got full poop. Yeah. yeah. If If you're listening to this, they're like full poopy suits. They've got like the the painter suits on and it's got to be real hot. Mm. Put my glasses mm. back on, though. It's Corona time. It is Corona time. Uh, also, it's, Corona. Mm. honestly, this since 
this Corona thing has popped up in December and, you know, we've been kind of talking about it, but it's been in the back burner. Had you even asked me last Monday what we would be in store for this Monday and what's going on in the world, I would have said, nah, Mm, nah. that's a conspiracy, brah. You and everybody other than China. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, the rest of the world other than China. And now... Fucking the world shut down. <laughs> oh man, this is only the beginning too. I know that's the crazy thing. Scary. The, it, the first thing here is like, what is it, Andrew? I know you've got some training on it. Like, what exactly is it, and why? Because my thing is, I'm like, I just don't. I'm not seeing the the correlation between what this does and why we're all acting fucking crazy. So, it, so as it like in its name, coronavirus. So, a, a coronavirus itself is a type of virus. There are many different coronaviruses, right? And these coronaviruses range from severity as far as something that could have similar symptoms as the common cold, to SARS, to MERS, to what we're dealing with now, COVID nineteen, right? So these are the coronaviruses are nothing new, right? And what a coronavirus is essentially is it's a zoonotic virus, which means it's transmitted from animals to people. Now, where this all started from, good question. A lot of people are kind of pinpointing it to uh, a wet market in Wuhan, China, right? And what we're thinking- Wildlife market, yeah. There's a a distinction. Um, The wet markets are the fresh markets. What they're thinking is, is at some point there's some cross contamination from bats to pangolins to humans. <laughs> What's a pangolin? Yeah, Sorry. What is a What's pangolin? What's a pangolin? Uh, it's basically a fucking sand true. Where do they live? <laughs> a sand true? No, I'm not even fucking kidding you. That's exactly what a sand true is. A pangolin is a fucking sand true for sure. You know how dumb I am? I read that. Oh, fuck it is. And I went, there's a typo. They obviously meant penguin. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very confused. I was like, "How the who's eating penguin? I didn't know that was a thing." And you were also Listen, like, "They're eating damn everything." China, you, test, like, damn China, you crazy! One? <laughs> Listen, China's eating everything other than fucking penguins, salamanders, turtles, fucking ferrets, like camel hump. Dude, you get that there? Camel everything. Humps. Well, cub. and that's and that's where MERS is coming from, right? Like these, in the Middle Eastern uh, respiratory syndrome is. Like that's, that's from fucking camels, bats cross-contaminated with camels. And you know what I mean? Like we're concerned about COVID-19. MERS has pretty much like a one in three death rate. Oh, is that serious? It's not as contagious. Like, so here's the biggest thing about like, before we get into like what, what. And and you obviously know this because a a friend of a friend of yours has done some training. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me. Um, so the biggest thing, the biggest concern basically with this, with this COVID-19, which basically is the disease, the actual name of the virus is the novel uh, SARS-2. But anyways, the problem with this is the fact that, um, uh, that what we're dealing with is a fucking virus that is contagious before we're seeing symptoms. Right. That's our number one concern here is the fact that you are sitting here in the incubation process, not presenting with any types of symptoms and you are highly contagious. We didn't see that with SARS, right? With SARS, 
you came in with the symptoms. We knew you're contagious. You went into quarantine right away. Right. Also, Zelly, my recording thing just said it's an overload and stopped recording. <laughs> I'll stop Corona. it. Thanks. Thanks, Corona. Should, I, re- should I restart it? Yeah, restart it. Whatever, we'll figure it out. So, like I was saying, so that's the biggest concern here is there's people walking around Could who are infected and highly contagious and have absolutely no idea. And that's why this is getting so far out of control. And that's why the world shutting down. Basically. Because right? for, like the, so for every person who has, like, say I had it, like I've been tested and I had it, I could have passed it on to people who are still walking around, no symptoms at all. But, totally. but if they have, and, like, if they the, cough or they breathe on you or they, whatever, they're spitting it at you. It's, it's not even, it's, right. it's, it's breathing not airborne, the same air. right? It's not airborne. It's, it's, it's breathing the same air as him and as them. And the, another fucking scary point about so this. So it is airborne. This virus. This virus is airborne and it's lasting up to fucking two hours in the air. Well, it depends. Is it active or is it active in the air or is it? It's it's not active in the air. What, what I read and what I had heard today when I was watching the news is that it's not, it's not like if we're outside, it's not airborne. Like, yeah, the droplets and whatever can get caught by the wind. But the real issue is if you're in some sort of building, which we all are, an office building or a hospital, especially where you have recirculated air, you can suspend those particles for up to two hours. So then making it like terribly dangerous. But as for like you just go outside and like you're walking all alone and some fucking Corona flying into your mouth, not very likely. You you have to be within two to three meters of someone that's actively breathing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, but still like this is, and and another crazy thing too, is the fact that these symptoms, if any, are very, very mild in children. That's yeah. Right? That's so, what I read too. Yeah. Right. So if you symptoms present in young people and healthy, uh, even some healthy adults, it's not much, right? It has, it shares symptoms similar to other conditions, correct? Well, the, the common cold. Right. And other, allergies other- and. Yeah. Flu. Yeah. And the, right. and the, the com, I guess common flu, what is it? H is it H1N1 or H5N9 or whatever, all those ones. Well, every year, like well, the flu strain changes. That's why they, right. they guess on the flu vaccine and they get it. Most people kind of thing. Right. So whatever one we're on now, H137. Yeah. Whatever the four digit code of the flu. Nine, six, seven, five. Yeah. So, cause like now a lot of people can like, oh, it's like another flu, and that it's kind of true that like it, it infects people the same as the flu. The symptoms are kind of similar, except with the coronavirus, you get like it's not you don't you get like a dry cough, right? Is that what that's pretty much what people are experiencing? At the beginning stages, it's a dry cough, and then eventually, when you're getting into these end stages in which people are dying from, it's kind of evolved into a pneumonia and a and an ARDS a an acute respiratory distress system. And when we get to that point, then it is a productive cough, but in the beginning stages, yes, it's a, it's a dry cough. And in most healthy people, it'll stay at that. Right. Right. So you get a mi- minor sickness. If you're health for most, mo- like a, a huge percentage of cases are mild. Nothing happens. Most healthy people. But we're starting to notice too, like people who we, you know, in the, in the past previously considered somewhat healthy, like, you know what I mean? People as young as their early forties who are smokers, you know what I mean? People with minor cases of hypertension, diabetes, 
those people are falling too. We're, we're losing a vast majority of like our 40 to 65 year olds that we thought were going to be completely safe from this fucking disease. Wait, when you say ours, are you talking about Canada? I'm talking about ARDS, sorry, adult, adult respiratory <laughs> distress syndrome. Uh, acute, sorry, acute oh, okay, respiratory okay. distress syndrome. That's right. a, it's a very fatal evolution of pneumonias and this virus, for example. It, it's weird because I remember shitting my pants in Vancouver <laughs> like a month ago, and we were joking that we got it from riding on the on the SkyTrain. And I was back in Vancouver a week after that, and we were down at TNT Supermarket, and man, there was like motherfuckers everywhere dressing like Marky Mark about to go uh, go on a shooting spree <laughs> looking for Matt Damon uh, everywhere in the supermarket. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell's going on? I was like what wearing happened? shorts. I was like, what's everyone doing? And like now I'm like, dude, I went downtown today and like even in the, I went to Home Depot and no word of a lie, there was like a couple people dressed completely with what I'm wearing, like wearing masks, all the employees wearing masks, gloves. I'm like, I was there in my Budweiser sweats, like looking cool. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> As it's you do. Just, that's the thing for me is I'm just like, okay, well, yeah, I get it. It's the flu and that, but it, it is, is, is the panic that we're seeing, is that warranted or is this being just kind of fueled by our 24 hour media that is stirring this all up in my loosely i'm going to use the word loosely professional your friends opinion your here. friend's opinion in my friend's opinion i would say it's it's extremely warranted and i think the fact that we've been slow so slow to react you know in north america at least has set us up for a situation that's going to end up being quite similar to italy and now spain okay now this is this is what i want to know because what i see happening i think seems crazy but uh, okay, so warranted, sure. What could have we done better? Like as soon as the coronavirus is in China, just shut the world down? Or like how much quicker can we close borders to countries? Well, when did they first find out about it, Andrew? Christmas Day. Yeah, that w the first case was in late December, I believe. But from what I'm like, here's a problem is I, I firmly believe, and I, I'm sure we'll get into this conspiracy later, that a certain communist government is withholding a shit ton of information from us. Like what? Like this for a perfect example, look at it this way. So 2016 and 17, the United States of America with what has a, what a fifth of the population of China. Uh, mm, yeah. Something like that. Sure. Eh. So they, they have about a fifth of the population of China and 20, 2016 and 2017 flu seasons the uh, United States of America claimed to have lost about 20,000 people to the flu. Now, you go look at China's numbers. Those same years, 2016, China states that they lost 56 people to the fucking flu. In 2017, they lost 41 people to the flu. To the, and were they using the that, same strains of flu? Were they talking about the same ones? Just it, it, It's all flu. It's all influenza. All these are all flu-related deaths. There's no way in fucking hell that that happened. Those numbers are not fucking right. There's no way. Not a chance. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll come back because that, I could get, uh, you could go down a rabbit hole there for sure. So, 
like I've never seen, I've never even could never imagine Canada shutting down borders to the rest of the Ooh, world. Like, yeah, it happened this morning. That's yeah. crazy. Well, I, I, I never thought it would states. get to this point. Everyone but the like, states. The, the, the thing that's scary about this is, is everybody thought, unless you're, you're elderly or immunocompromised, you're going to be safe. But this is, these are killing young, healthy people. Like people are having what, what it's called as a cytokine storm, which is a storm. It's basically like an over immune response, right? So we're healthy people We're our immune systems are working fucking, you know, to a T everything's great. And these diseases and some people are eliciting a, an over response, which is causing this massive spread of fucking inflammation throughout your lungs and killing people who are otherwise perfectly healthy. Okay, now before you go down this route, because I have not heard the severity of what you're talking about, where can the average person go look this up? Like, if I was a, just because Google every cytokine storm, because when I, yeah. I know, but on the, like all the statistics of like age related deaths, there's like four under 35, it says. Yeah, and again, we're getting we're getting these numbers from China. That not China. You know, I'm, I'm talking about how, worldwide. I'm talking about no, worldwide. Like, uh, there's plenty of other ones. Yeah, yeah like not China's numbers. Spain. Yeah, but these numbers. are these are still these are still early, right? So are we talking like we're two weeks behind? I'd say so at least. So why? So uh, yeah, oh. that's what they're saying. Two weeks behind because I I remember reading an article about uh, they weren't even collecting dead bodies in Italy and people were like had their relatives' bodies at the house because. They're like funeral homes and stuff wouldn't pick them up. Right. So like, are these numbers getting counted? Are we hearing about them all? Well, again, and, and another thing too, with China is they say that China's actually run out of the testing kits, first of all. And second of all, China is not counting people who are not symptom, uh, or, um, uh, having no, fuck, I can't talk. Showing having symptoms. No, they're not showing symptoms. They're okay, so if the, data, if the data out of China is shitty, what about the data that's coming out of South Korea? Because I've heard that's better. Well, and that's too, like South Korea was doing a really, really good job of containing this to begin with. And then they're they're tracking 80% of their spread to one person. Really? Okay. And so what's their, crazy. what's their data? What an saying? asshole. So they're, they're Are they going like to name 10, names? people a day. So what's their data saying? I don't know, man. Look it up. Dan knows. No, okay. Well, but everything I've read, because I've been reading all day long, these numbers are in no stories. You're telling me numbers that are not in the news. So I was just wondering where you're getting them. Because what I read is the average infection rate for this is about 3.2 people, where the flu is like 1.5 or something. So it's twice as infectious as the flu. But hold on, hold on one second. This is a problem I have with those numbers. Are those numbers like based on worldwide statistics so far? Yes. This is like straight from the, C the okay, well, CDC. The see, what? I have an issue with that because, right, how many of these people are like, it started in China, which is, it's 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 not a first world country. There's a ton of people living in poverty, right, who don't have access to medical, you know, yeah, but living Wuhan close is like, proximity. Wuhan's like a major city. city. Major city. Yeah. yeah. So what are you saying? Have, well, I was just thinking. I was. They also built like sixteen hospitals there. <laughs> yeah, like overnight. Yeah, and then one collapsed. Yeah. Have you seen what these hospitals actually look like, though? But they had. I mean, they built something. They put something together. They're like they're fucking sea. They're sea cans, basically. Okay. No wait. No. I mean, they shut them all down. Apparently, I mean, they shut the last one down. Apparently, all the doctors that worked on it in China are actually going over to Italy now. Okay. So let's stay on this because we're telling we're. We're into stuff that I didn't think we'd I would hear tonight, to be honest. So 
everywhere I read, the mortality rate of this is mainly older, like a huge overwhelming percentage is older people and the people who are at risk. And, yeah, I, and the I, mortality rate is between like, depending on where you're reading and how they're calculating between two and like six or 7%. And they think by the time it all settles, it'll be lower than that because they're not considering all the cases that are not counted. See, I, I, I had in the graphs that I had read, uh, it was like 14% for over 80. Yeah. Like so that's high what, risk. High risk. For over yeah. 80. And then it dropped down each decade. So 70 to 80 was whatever, 8%. I don't know. I'm throwing numbers at you. Uh, 50 to 60 was 3. Um, 40 to 50 was, you know, uh, 2%. And then it really drops off 40 and younger into the point twos and, and whatever we're seeing there. Yeah, and that's all. That's all, everything I've seen. I'm not saying that young, maybe some young people have gotten violently ill or died. I just, it's very, oh, yeah. it's not, very, not, very, like, very like small. I'm saying, like, this is a possibility. This happens. Okay, well, let's I mean? just, I'm not saying it's let, I know, but widespread. let's just make everyone assured that it's a very, the, the younger and healthier you are, the percent is super, super low. I'm not saying it can't yeah, happen. Do, we do need to be realistic here and know how fucking big of a threat this is. Potential for no some point, people. Yeah. But no fucking false hope. No, but there's not also no point putting out doomsday predictions of. I've got to, I've mean, got to give, hey, listen, I got to. If doomsday predictions are going to keep people fucking quarantined in their house and stop the spread of this. Is it though? I'm all about is it. Is it? Because I thought the whole, pro, the whole point of doing what we're doing now is there's, they pretty much say you can't stop the flu and you can't like, you can't stop the coronavirus. It's going to happen. They're just trying to, they call it flatten the curve. So it's not a huge spike to the medical system. They're trying to draw it out over a longer period of time so we have the resources to help people because, like, all our medical facility, facilities pretty much run at, like, full occupancy, especially, like, in, like uh, intensive care units. So It's like, are you talking about, like, a herd immunity? Is No, they're just trying to, instead of, like, not doing anything and let everyone get it because then we would develop, human, like, herd immunity if everyone started getting it and then the spread would die quickly, but it would also rise really fast. Yeah, it, instead of having, like, 50 elderly cripple. people come in at one time and one hospital, there's, like, 15. Like, that's what they're trying they're, to Yeah, they're just trying to, like, it. instead of, like, dropping the yeah, hundreds of people in the hospital at once to try and take those hundred people instead of being there in two days, you know, over there are three weeks or four weeks. Yeah, I mean, like we've got care homes here in Vancouver that that have multiple affected patients that aren't coming into hospital and probably won't. And the only reason they would come in is if they needed to be put put on a ventilator, which is like kind of like a, a lack which like of how many? How, yeah, how I mean, many, how many ventilators, ventilators do you have? That's what that's the whole thing. Me? That's the whole thing is like they don't have enough. How many ventilators space. do you have in a hospital? Oh, not nearly enough. Exactly. Right. That's so what that's they're, trying, what they're to do. trying to do. Is they're trying to keep everybody at home. So keep the infection rates lower or at least slow the infection slow rate down yeah. so that you don't totally have a bunch of people running it. Cause they had one, there's one hospital, I believe it's in Spain or in Italy. I heard that uh, one company actually lent out their 3d printers and they were printing up uh, like medical ventilator equipment or something oh, crazy. To, to help people out. Which That's is awesome. Pretty, which is pretty great. It's, it's crazy. I got to give some, a uh, shout out to Mr. Conspiracy because Probably about a month ago, he texted me and was like, they're going to shut down the borders, man. Everyone's going to have to go back to their home country. It's going to be the start of World War III. Like, he did say that. He said that. <laughs> and and I'm like, so far, I mean, we're a long way from World War III. But he said, like, the start of this was this coronavirus, man. 
everyone's going to have to go back to their home country. It's going to be bad. They're going to shut the borders down. And I was laughing at him, wait, laughing like, out loud. Wait, are you going to shut the borders down laughing. or are you going to start World War III? Because you can't, yeah, no, you can't really do both. Yeah, that's what he want. He said, everyone's, bring everyone home and then start the war. Start Why? The, war right the, the infection's still running around. Why would you start World War III when everybody's getting sick? We're not saying he's 100% accurate, but he got the border thing. We're saying <laughs> he oh, called it. He's probably got the he's got the same record as the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't okay, he's not should, even close. Oh, Mr. Conspiracy should write for the Simpsons then. <laughs> That'd be great. But it's the crazy thing to me is I'm like, okay, so we're doing all this just to curb an infection, right? We have obliterated the economy. Ooh, is it bad overnight? Right like we've never seen before. In all in the name of like slowing an infection rate of the flu, which every year there's a flu season. Well, every year there's a flu pan- epidemic somewhere in the world, but because the here's here's what I was reading and it made sense to me: the flu, like influenza, they think has been with humanity, like humankind, for like pretty much since the dawn of civiliz- civilization. They think so over time. Like humans, it's been around since the Greeks. Like the Greeks have known about it. Yeah, so it could. So they knew about it, but it could have been around for longer. Who knows? But like it's been around humanity for generations, untold, right? So they'd say like just the sheer amount of time we've had to like evolve with the like influenza virus. It's we're not as it's not as contagious, and like people get it every year. So it's like it's not. Uh, I think there's only been what there was H1N1 was the last massive flu pandemic and it ended up killing like 500,000 people worldwide, which was the most since the Spanish flu was like 19, when was Spanish flu? 1918 or 1920? 1918. 1918. And that killed like, like millions of people. So it's not like influenza doesn't kill us. It just, it's never been as far as we know, like a, it it kills, it kills the vulnerable. Yeah. Well, yeah, the flu. No, Spanish flu has killed Killed young young people. people. well, Sp- no, no, sorry. Like that's what this like this flu is killing is vulnerable. Yeah, the Spanish oh, yeah. flu. Well, you're just no matter what flu. Yes, the vulnerable die more for sure, but it can kill other like young people as well and children. Well, that's and- the weird thing about this flu is the fact that we we generally consider children to be the vulnerable, but in this case, they're probably the most impervious to this flu. Yeah, but now I heard that can they still carry it though? Do they know that? They, yes, they can carry it. But they don't show symptoms. They're just right, as baby, highly like contagious infants. as all of us. Yeah, they said infants have like come up positive for it. Not that not that they were like the mother was infected, but they're like it's they've had at least a couple births from uh, COVID nineteen infected mothers, and the babies tested negative, but they can be infected afterwards. Right. Like it's probably it's probably like a whatever they call it. what what do they call it, Andrew? Like after you get infected after birth, postpartum. Yes. Postpartum. <laughs> sure. Postpartum infection. Okay. Now, yes. I mean, probably everyone, if you're listening to this, has read because it's been nonstop pumped through every news channel. So you've read all the stuff, but we're not saying anything new except maybe it's not, some young, some young people may be more affected than originally thought. The just put it out there. It can happen. So it's not like you're immune if you're a healthy thirty year old. But your chances are better. It's a, it can be fatal. It's a, now we got, here's 181,000 worldwide cases. I think this was updated 1140 this morning. 
7,000 deaths. Yeah, this is worldwide. This is including China, but now is China telling you all the stats? No. no. Like, here's the thing. 500,000 people died from H1N1. Yep. We're at 7,000 for Corona, and I've never in my life seen the restrictions on my like freedom as I have right now. This is unprecedented. This has never happened yeah. before. Never happened. Since, like... Did, they probably but did something like I this mean. during the Spanish flu, I bet. Like, no one leave. No business to happen. They probably tried to do something like this. But because we have such a globally connected community, as everywhere's doing it at once, the whole world's shutting down. The reason that it's happening now is because the government's fucked up. Not yep. anyone specifically. It's been a perfect shitstorm of absolute incompetence on every single country that has responded to this thing except me i like i i might say actually italy did the best job of actually responding to it right it, <laughs> i would say at this point most of the most of the negative effects that you see like the economic effects impacts and things can all pretty much be traced to the absolute highly visible uh, power vacuum that was created when the u.s elected an administration that has constantly proven itself to be 100% anti-science. Well, anti-science and isolationist, you know, back, back in 2009 with the H1N1, right? It took them when they found out there was a case of H1N1 in California, like it's April 15th, right? Within 10 days, they had, they had pretty much like there was just one or two cases like they 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 declared it a national health emergency in 10 days. Right. Like as soon as the as soon as like the CDC or the who uh, announced that this is a health emergency right the day after U.S. U.S. was like, this is a national health emergency. Right now we heard about this thing. We heard about this thing like uh, you said, like Christmas Day in China. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then we had our first kind of things popping up outside of China and out there, like they saw what was happening and then they didn't, they didn't do anything about it. When did the, not even that, it is March, it is March, what is it? March 16th now. And we declare it. Happy Austin 316. Three days ago. Happy Austin 316. Oh yeah. Stone cold day, baby. Woo. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, I'll drink to that. That was a good gulp there, buddy. Stone Cold says so. But I forgot if, about if that. you have that kind of this kind of absolute incompetence, it, it is 100 percent been the reason why this has gotten so bad. And the the crazy thing is with that one is it's like not only has it been incompetence, but like straight up just bullshitting and then like having to do a 180 degree turn immediately after, like when he was like, "Yeah, it's it's getting it's all blown up out of proportion in this," and then the next day it's like, "It's an emergency. <laughs> We're all in trouble." Now, when uh, when did the World Health Organization declare this a worldwide emer- like health emergency? Like, how much longer did it take this time for people to react? Uh, who declared it? I think they declared it back like when they hit a certain amount in China. The who was like, "It's it's an emergency. It's an inevitability. Like, inevitable that it will." Spread. Well, not like that, but they're going to be like, there's a super high risk that this is going to go global. 
Like probably probably when it hit like the first couple of countries when they they got like their first case in Thailand and then they got a couple other cases uh, in the other surrounding countries, Hong Kong and things like that. They probably saw it. I don't know the exact. But is this date. is this something we're gonna be in the like every couple of years now? We're gonna be in for like this level of of restrictions well, just based I don't on think how easy is... it is for people to travel now. <laughs> no, it's we're, get, we're gonna get the thing there. is. Yeah, the thing is, is a if you talk to if experts that are interviewed, I've watched a couple of interviews and read interviews with experts, and when you ask them, like, you know, is this going to happen? You know, we're going to do this every time. It's like it's no, it's it's what Zell said is that they're trying right now. They're trying to flatten the curve. They're trying to get a control on what they did, and and you know, somebody asked before, you know, are you know, is, is shit getting real now that they're doing all this stuff? And I'm like, no, shit isn't getting real. It's that. When, when a pandemic throws down, all the shit that you do beforehand will pretty much look like if you do it before you feel like it's an emergency, will feel half-assed, right? It won't feel adequate. And then anything you do afterwards, you know, or sorry, it's like every, everything that you feel you do afterwards will be inadequate. And anything you do before it gets really bad will feel like an overreaction, Right. So now they have to they have to implement all these measures that they're having right now because the government's fucked up. They realize that they weren't listening. You know, now they're starting to listen to the experts and the experts are like, you need to fucking close everything down now. Like what you should have done. You should have had these like the the two mile quarantine that they have over in the community in New York. Like you should have been doing that like two weeks ago. And you done fucked up. And now you guys want to come back and talk to us. And yeah, well, it's, e- it's easier to look back and say you should have done it because what if they didn't, they did the same thing and it wasn't, it didn't get that bad. But I, un- but the I understand is, the trade off though. Yeah. And, and there's this, there's this thing going around at least where at least like I've watched at least one press conference, one or two press conferences, uh, with the, the Trump administration and they, and they kind of try to push this narrative where it's like oh you know nobody could have saw this coming nobody could have predicted this i'm like uh no that is categorically incorrect there have been people uh there have been experts you know predicting pandemics for years and if you want to be like oh predicted this (laughs) <laughs> the Simpsons predicted it. <laughs> Dean Koontz apparently predicted it. What's the like Dean Koontz yeah, one? Was, People have been sending us that. I don't know about that at all. Uh, there, there's a Dean Koontz. It's the Eye of Darkness is this novel that people have been sending us. And there is a reference to the Wuhan like research lab. Wuhan, uh, Wuhan 400 flu virus or something. Yeah, that's what they call it. And they say that it, it originated from a place like a, a, a bio lab in Wuhan. Um, that Wuhan lab has been there forever. Like it's been there for a long time and people who are in the know and people who are researching about like, uh, like uh pandemic or pandemics or epidemiology or stuff like that, they know about it. Like it's been, it's not a secret. And okay. when they, when Dean Kuntz wrote that book originally, it had said Russia, it was like some city in Russia. But, um, when he wrote the book, we were still, the U S was still in the kind of cold war with Russia. And then the editor told him because uh after they were about to publish it uh they changed you know the the soviet union fell and so then the editor w- told him that it would be more relevant to kind of china. Uh, put china yeah it's like put put something about china 
in there. So, you know, authors like Dean Koontz and I'm sure like Michael Crichton and, and, you know, Stephen King, they usually do their research. So it's kind of like, yeah, okay. The closer you can make it to reality, more whatever. So he's like, Where, the where's the bio lab in, where's the bio lab in China? And they're like, Oh, Wuhan. He probably called up one of his sources. All right. So let's, that's let's the, Dean that. but, but so anyways, authors, you know, anybody who's kind of been, looking at like a pandemics, like knew it was going to come out of China and knew it was going to happen. The, the United States intelligence agencies all put together a report. It's like the world threat assessment and they do it every single fucking year. They do it every year. You can look them up from like, so like today all the way back to like 2006, you can pull them up and it's like, they have to make a presentation to Congress like every year about the, the threats to the United States specifically or the world. Right. And every year, pandemic is on there and and every year they say this is a big threat and we need to treat it like the big threat it is it could happen and it could really really happen every right? time i there. every time See? i play that game plague inc i'd always start my uh plague or my disease in china as well because that was the easiest to get uh global reach right so you have these <laughs> so it's almost like this- it was planned <laughs> Well, it's it, when you have that many people living in such it's kind of below the poverty line. Yeah, below the poverty line, and you have them the, these these wildlife markets. You know, people interacting with animals that you know carry these diseases in you know mostly unhygienic ways. Like I've seen, I've seen documentaries, and I've seen a couple. You know, they've interviewed people who have talked about these wildlife markets, and it's like you have cages stacked like six high and they have you know whatever eagles and and fucking pangolins and penguins probably all stacked on top (laughs) of each other in cages and they're all (laughs) shitting pissing bleeding uh fucking pus whatever all over each other and then they sell them to somebody who you know has a hankering for penguin pangolin you know uh shish kebab that that day right um, not to mention that the pangolin is also one, I think, I believe it's one of the, it's one of the highest demand kind of animals because like they crush up the scales and they make it into boner powder or something. <laughs> it's like a rhinoceros horn and shit. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, ancient Chinese medicine. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, let's, let's stop. Cause I want to, I want to, cause we, we could, I think this topic could go forever, but I want to touch on a couple things. And you said, so let's, let's start with that one theory of. The vi- before we because everyone thinks that all the scientists thinks yeah it came from the the market through what you call it zo- zoological or zo- zoonotic 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 yeah but now it's just it's no wonder this story is spawning so many conspiracy theories and crazy tangent stories is because you have this virus and you do have that virology lab right there and then not only that you have the United States blaming. China and China blaming the United States. I like not, and not just like on the internet, like top officials blaming each other. Like, yeah, it's probably a bioweapon. They probably released a bioweapon to disrupt global trade. And you're like, you're both, this is, you got to, you're just saying this with no claim. Like, and this is all, it's like New York Times is in all the big publications and they're both blaming each other. Yeah. And you're like, you got Rush Limbaugh, Alex Jones being like, this is a man made Shycom conspiracy to, you know, China was losing the trade war, so they had to strike back at the United States. 
It started in pig babies, Joe. Pig babies. <laughs> yep, pig babies. And they, and they had to start it in their own. in pig babies, and they put it in the gay frogs. And they had to Remember start it. Remember Bat Boy? <laughs> Remember Bat Boy? That's who's. That's where it started. Started with Bat Boy, Joe. Oh, don't talk about Bat Boy. He will, he won't get votes in the primaries. Alex Jones just got uh got pulled over for a DUI. He he blew under the DUI. He blew under the alcohol limit, but you know he was he was oh, fucking ripped. Was <laughs> yeah. Did they do a blood test? Find out how much cocaine he's on. I was telling. I was didn't hear. Didn't hear the blood test. I was telling Brayden before the show. I watched some of uh, his live stream earlier today, and um, he's looking pretty good. Like he's looking healthy. Like he's looking healthier than he did on TV. He's looking kind of jacked. Him and Joe Rogan must be hanging out a little bit more because. I don't know. He must be buying protein powder from Joe because he's Eddie's like, been choking him out. Steroids or something. He's all jacked now. He looks kind of jacked. I was like, oh, he looks healthy. He's still a he's, terrible person. He's still an objectively terrible person. But um, a great, great comedy, great personality on the show. And he sells testosterone boosting supplements on his show. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. he's on oh, that shit. He also, uh, they had to. Uh, I think New York, like the the district attorney of New York, had to order him to stop selling a toothpaste that he claimed that cured COVID nineteen. Yeah, I've seen I that. I've seen that too. In it. Ha, ha, Maybe <laughs> crushed up penguins. How do you guys feel about this one? This is the one I like that I I kept popping up. But if you guys remember, um, North Korea was saying that they had a Christmas present for the states, and then Christmas passed, and they were like, "Oh, that was nothing." But Christmas Day was also the first instance of uh, coronavirus. Yeah, but why would they pop it up in China? Are, yeah, people are uh, people were linking that that cryptic. Tweets from North Korea. <laughs> I love how we're analyzing like okay nations so gonna, Twitters. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna tell me that uh North Korea, who can barely build ballistic missiles like ICBMs, like they can't even build ICBMs, their rocket tech is so shitty that they would act that they have a fully functional bio lab that is able to create a like a like a bioweapon of this of this thing. Yeah, yeah all, all they had to do is throw a bunch of fucking animals in the same pen and then fucking lick them. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and just get him to sneeze in a box and mail it to fucking Wuhan. There you go. Problem mm. solved. Mm. Hey, mm. as a as a bioweapon that doesn't affect kids, you're only affect you're mainly affecting the elderly and the sick. Get you're getting rid of the weak. So it's a conspiracy. That's what that's the thing some, for me, man. That's what makes me wonder some if this new is world a fucking order way of, shit, man. Well, that's like that the control population. And the crushing economy. They're, I, I'm telling you, they're trying to trim the gray hairs, man. Listen. That's it. Melissa. Pop, pop a conspiracy. Pop a conspiracy. Not much of a conspiracy guy. Yeah. He is like, he's like, he's like, I think this is being perpetrated by anyone. He's like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. This is being pumped to kill old people uh, <laughs> and to, to eliminate half the population. <laughs> that might be he might he might have went from so zero to a thousand elderly people right make up half the half the population yeah. i was like well it's not gonna affect half but like the elderly yes the the fact who's the, is, who's the biggest strain on our medical systems the, oh, elderly and fat and obese oh, people dude pharma you think big pharma's in on this this is big pharma's no, doing tell, you want no no you don't know who's involved in this big tp big tp yeah <laughs> yeah Big TP started this, this whole fucking thing. Medical coronavirus is all a ploy by Charmin. Big Charmin. And, <laughs> and those fucking bears. Like I, I got a question. I got a question from a medical expert here. Is that any of the symptoms associated with coronavirus, COVID-19, 
shitting your pants uncontrollably all the time. Okay, now listen, there's actually can be GI components to that, gastrointestinal components. It does attack some of the some of your small intestine. So there is the potential for that. But from what I understand, this whole TP craze is coming from the fact that <laughs> Wuhan had a bunch of fucking toilet paper Dude, factories. That's where the, that's how it started. People were saying that all, all the toilet papers made in China. So they freaked out. And then, so I, I watched this happen for about now, about like a week because I, you know, when it happened, I was like, oh, I got enough toilet paper. And then after the week, I was like, well, I guess I got a few rolls left, but like by next week, I'm going to have to go get some toilet paper. So I'm going to Costco. Not me, motherfuckers. Yeah, you fucking hoarded probably 400 rolls. You should have installed the bidet when you remodeled your I, fucking. I got a bum gun, baby. Bathroom. No, but you're gonna gun. have to be. You're gonna have to split the two ply. Using one ply. So this is yeah. what happened. I went to Costco and there was no toilet paper. I was like, well, whatever. I don't really need it. So I got some other stuff I would normally get. Went to the till and I was like, hey man, what's up with all the toilet paper? Like, did I miss something in the news? Like, there's gonna be a shortage. He's like, no, all our toilet paper comes from Burnaby. These people are nuts. Because <laughs> you think about it, BC is like a pulp and paper heaven of the world, and yeah, the, a huge there's a huge toilet paper factory in Burnaby making like four hundred thousand rolls of toilet paper every day. And so Costco's Listen. Costco's shipping out semi trucks for the worth of toilet paper every day, and people are just keep hoarding because they think it's going to be gone. But they're like, no, we're bringing a truck in every day. You don't need <laughs> you don't need the toilet. Get the chicken, get the meat, hoard something of value. Listen, your paper. boy lives in Burnaby right now. All right. Get on our top tier Patreon. <laughs> we'll send you a fucking roll <laughs> with a sticker on it. That's it. There Every square will have Andrew's face. This is it. my new exactly. theory. I got Corona on the SkyTrain to GM place. It hit me fast. Went through my system fast. Yep. Got some GI issues. <laughs> and... uh I, I melted the concrete wall outside buddy, of that buddy, sky it train went station. through you fast. It went through and, the fucking cement fast. And right now, that area right at the sky train, that's a high traffic sky train area. <laughs> that's like ground zero. Everyone who walks past there, it's like it's like the radiation center of like well, going past the elephant foot in Chernobyl. They right? did You're say just they could find traces Corona. of COVID-19 in feces. So. so it's you. You son of a bitch. Shitting all over You're the place. Patient fucking zero over here. But there, what was the one with the two Canadians from Winnipeg who uh, went to Wuhan? Oh, like the theory that the virus actually came from the Winnipeg lab? Yeah. I heard that. Oh, and I, yeah. bri- I briefly looked into it and I was like, it didn't really make any sense. But I guess they were studying a type of coronavirus or something. And then our, our I, what's it called? I don't even know what our Canadian like re- like virus research lab is called, but it's in Winnipeg. And I guess that the connections between the Wuhan lab and this lab are there. But then they're like, well... Actually, because there's only like one of these labs in every country, so they're all kind of connected in some way. But somehow the theory was it's originated in Canada, which is the only nefarious thing we've ever been blamed for. <laughs> but even then, it could have just... Oh, okay, the fact is, this thing... Okay, hundreds of scientists around the world are studying this 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 virus. And they have sequenced... They have actually sequenced the genome of the virus. And it is like publicly... Like, you can look it up. Like, you can pull it up. And they've compared it to other viruses in the in the corona family and the corona family and they have said that there yeah this this is similar to a lot of other viruses that we've seen and if if it were man-made we would know because you'd be able to like you'd be able to identify certain parts of the the gene sequence like that new, are like, like new that markers have been inserted 
like you, it's like, this isn't, this isn't normal. Like this isn't, you know, but they're, they're, they're pretty much, you know, but it's science. So it's always 99%. So like 99% sure that this is not man-made, not saying that, you know, this perhaps it was an accident. Maybe it got out. Somebody was researching this type of virus and it got out, but I think that's, that's more of the theory is that this virus maybe not was, cause it would make caves. Okay, if, if you could tell like genetically, like, okay, this is a, like like a normal or a natural virus rather than, oh, it's man-made, you can see the markers. Maybe they just, they had this like natural virus in the lab and it got out. <laughs> could just see, it could okay. be as simple as that. Again, it, to me, for me, it just, it, something doesn't smell right with this, everything. Everything going on, something's not passing this this smell test for me. Because I'm like, you get the fucking sniffles, you get a running nose, you get a cough, and you know if you're older or you have preconditioned conditions, you uh, could, you don't usually get the sniffles or a running nose. Those are pretty rare. Oh, so you I, so you don't I, you did, your friend didn't get coronavirus or what? No, <laughs> swab came back negative. Thank you. Yeah. So runny, runny, runny nose, sore throat, cough, and a fever. Like I, I. For me to see what we're seeing, this like global panic, this the this crush of the stock market, um, the sinking us into a depression. For this, I'm just like, for these symptoms, and I'm like, and the effect. I'm like that same person, the same eighty year old, and I, I'm tr- I don't want to be insensitive. Like I don't want anyone to die ever, but I'm like that same eighty year old that's, you know in danger of the coronavirus is in danger of the flu is in danger of fucking falling is, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's a a slew of things when you're old, your immune system's already compromised. I just don't understand what's so different with this one that we've halted everything. And we've given, I, I, I just worry we've given up too much to, government at this point we've been like oh yeah sure we won't travel no one's coming in that's fine crush the stock market that's fine you know like millions and millions of people are two paychecks missing two paychecks away from being bankrupt yep right two paychecks away from being bankrupt the majority of people like in north america without going into credit it's about to happen that's about to happen we're about to miss two paychecks with all these shutdowns yeah, but like, right? And then when the I, banks can't cut, get that money that is owed to them and their mortgages, like, this to me is nothing now. Uh, the virus doesn't concern me at all. What concerns me at this point is how we've handled this virus and what it's going to do to the economic system. Because I think that in the in the long run here is where we're going to see a big fucking issue. I think I think it's a matter of it's a bit of a matter of perspective where it's like I I I understand and I the the, the economic uh impacts of the coronavirus are definitely something that need to be addressed and are being addressed at the moment uh and but also like this is an additive. It's not like something that's like, oh, it's going to be the same as the flu and it's going to take the place of the flu. It is something added on top of the flu. And so those people who potentially, you know, you know, now they have double the chance. You could catch the flu or you could catch the coronavirus or COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not in place of the other one. And so the CDC and the WHO are making this such a big deal because 
for them, I, I'm sure how they think is that one death is too many when it's completely preventable or it was preventable in the first place. And the, the thousands yeah, of the thousands of deaths that are going to result from this could have been prevented if better measures had been taken in the first place. But now they're trying to stop those. But here's and the where, thing. We're driving people into poverty with this. By crushing the economy like this, we are now making the those who are vulnerable even more because we are, we are forcing a huge group of people below the poverty line by shutting and, everything down like and this. And I'm not saying and I'm not saying that yeah, that that, that some of these things are justifiable. The, some of the governments, at least the US, you know, are taking steps where they're going to be like they 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 released the, the Federal Reserve released like 1.5 trillion dollars into the into the banks or whatever all that did bank bailouts set out a, bank bailouts right. 2008 all over again right but but the bailouts are really for the the to allow the banks to like, lend okay, more money I, at yeah, interest big, right well the, yeah to lend more money out and you know whatever that's you know that's how our banking system works I'm not a, saying that it's a good yeah. system i'm not saying it's a good system i'm not saying it's a good this system i'm just saying that this is the way that they ha- it's what they have to work with right now and the people who are running it are fucking idiots and we could have done a better job by just giving everybody a thousand dollars which they're talking about right now so there are better ways to deal with this and the people who are in charge are fucking it up because they don't know how shit works because they don't live in this world. And we talked about it in hypernormalization that it started back in 1975 <laughs> where the banks started running shit and they didn't let politicians run shit. You let big money and big banks into running the daily, you know, running people's lives, right? And running people's lives, not for, you know, not thinking about those people who are going to fall be- below the poverty line. Those are just numbers. They're like, if they're not producing money, if they're not making me money, then they Too don't bad, fucking motherfucker. matter. Mm-hmm. They don't matter. So, I got to interject a bit because this is a while ago, but you know, you, you said you're not worried about this virus. You're more worried about the economics and whatnot. That's fucking negligent and scary. I understand that they're both fucking scary things, but for you to not to fucking care about the virus, you know what I mean? Not be scared of it. That's scary. This virus is not only affecting people who would normally die from the flu, first of all. Okay. This is far more contagious to, than any flu we've ever known. Okay. And not only that, 1.3 per- percentage points more. We barely know anything about this fucking flu to begin with. Okay. Where it fucking affected Wuhan, they acted fast enough. And they fucking somewhat contain it as best they could. And they're doing a good job of it right now. They're stopping it for the most part from fucking mutating. We don't know if this is going to mutate. Okay. Secondly, people who got this flu are now testing positive for it again, which is showing that we are not building fucking antibodies for this flu. We not might not be able to fucking beat this until we get a fucking vaccine for it. A vaccine is a fucking at the best a year away. Oh, right? my now, theory if we were is building. building if we were building antibodies to this, which would be great, we could start getting convalescent fucking serums and start treating people that way. But as of right now, explain this. What, what's I, we that, don't have what's an that effective serum? treatment for this. What'd you say about that? What's that serum? A convalescent serum, which basically is you're you're getting the antibodies from somebody who's beaten this fucking virus and using those on affected people. Uh yeah, I also wanted to address the mutation point. Uh, the, yeah, the, it has mutated already, or they say they've already detected uh, one, at least one mutation, and the mutation that has taken place has be it has become less 
aggressive, which in the virus's view, if you're a virus, like you, if you mutate, you normally want to mutate to become less aggressive. You want to be able to stay in a host. Right. You you don't want to kill your host because you're a parasite. It's like you don't want to, a successful parasite doesn't kill its host. Right. Well, it just it, lives in there. We live you know? with viruses on a daily basis. Yep. We live with bacteria on we, a daily basis. We have basis. fucking bacteria, whatever, gut bacteria. 90% of the population have herpes. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it, there's, we've all had chicken pox. We still carry that virus. That virus. Listen, never once we all have herpes, no one has herpes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I, I want to say, here, here's a theory. Here we're going theory. You heard Braden. Everyone get herpes and we're all okay. Everyone, everyone, get, everyone go out there and get herpes. Okay. Now, now, this is a theory. So, this is gonna, maybe we'll go a little new world order here. So hypothetical, hypothetical theory. So you have this virus that we don't know much about. Andrew says we're not building antibodies to it. It has a potential to mutate, whether that be for the better or worse. But sounding more like a bioweapon, like seems engineered. Seems en- engineered to not. me. But it's not. And it's, it's only affecting, <laughs> or it's not affecting children, man. Like that's the young fucking population. fishy. That doesn't make sense. So if you go with like, you know, the, if you go down that road of the depopulation, we talked about in the like the Georgia Guidestones, like a one ruling class. <laughs> this is their that dude. I must tell. I must talk about theories that I read. I've been reading all fucking day long because I like it. Because when you, this is why this is the craziest fucking topic since I would say this is the most written about and talked about topic since nine eleven terrorist attacks. I think that is that is also a byproduct byproduct of the time that we live in yes we live we live in the time of mass information and mass disinformation like probably i mean in all of history we live in that we we were living in that time this era i agree but the other thing like zell was saying with this with this, all these restrictions, I think we're gonna just like on after nine eleven, we lost, we lost a little bit. Lost the general public, lost we lost a, lot. a little bit. We lost, lost a, lot a little of freedom. bit of freedom. A lot. I worry what we're gonna lose after this. But this isn't the thing. Is is like this isn't legislation. Like the stuff that's happening now are powers, and they are they are measures and protocols put in place before this. They are temporary measures. They're not things that have been written down in law yet, right? No, but at least in the United th- States. In the United States, the power. That's co- what's so fucking genius about it. That's what's so fucking genius about it is because right now, if you are symptomatic in Canada, they've asked you politely, "Hey, stay home." Fourteen day quarantine. That's not mandatory. That's not law. That ain't shit. But if you're no, symptomatic at work, work sends you home. They don't give a fuck. Right, they don't give a fuck. They they're treating it as law, right? And and maybe they should be, and that's fine. But I'm saying is like they're not even having to put law in place for employers and businesses to treat it as if it is law. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's 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 we're in a weird shift here where they can just make a recommendation and then everyone else treats it as law like this is it's 14 day mandatory quarantine i'm like it's not mandatory no one said it's mandatory it's not written down there's no one that can enforce that it's not mandatory they're like it's mandatory if you're sick 14 days off and in some cases if you have sick leave at least you're getting 70%. But a lot of jobs, you don't get sick pay. So you're just off for 14 days, not working. 
Right. So, so that that seems to be a that would be a problem to address with your with your government. That the, the whole sick leave, like all that stuff, like that seems like something that should have been addressed with your government, not the fact that it's like they could have predicted that this like this this pandemic thing. It's not it's not like they're taking away your liberty It's that they're taking precautions like it's. I don't know what I don't know what the protocols and how they hand them down in your work and like in your workplace, like how they would be like, you need to send this home. I know people who work for like government contractors and they say that you guys got to go work from home and things like that, because that's just the way that they've handed it down, because you can't you you can't quarantine people for 14 days. I mean, they can tell you it's mandatory, but technically it's not like you said, it's not mandatory. They can't enforce it without police you know i watched watched a video of people scrapping at a fucking costco (laughs) because one person in line got a little too close yeah that's where we're at like we're 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 supposed to rely on these fucking people to self-quarantine themselves when they fucking go and fist fight over fucking toilet paper (laughs) these people don't give a shit they're you know what i mean like we're giving these people the benefit of the doubt which nine times a ten we definitely fucking should not yeah, I and I can say that's why there's no stopping. You can probably it. There's say no that people. <laughs> no, there okay, is no stopping. One, stop one person, one person is smart. Two people, smarter usually. Uh, three or more, the the collective IQ in the room seems to dip a bit. You know, I mean, you could see that. Like, it's it's natural. Like, you put enough people like in one together and like one room all together, and they're they're prone to hysteria, prone to mess. Uh, you know, just like, you know, mob mentality, all of that kind of stuff. And Tommy Lee Jones says that a person is smart. People are dumb, panicking, dangerous animals. There you go. Straight from men in black, baby. And it is, and it is very true. Um, and and, yeah, completely relevant, but it's like Uh that uh for me in my view, like I see that as like, that is why you have a government. Right. You have somebody who's supposed to be in charge. And right now, it almost seems like some countries, at least in the U.S., we don't have a fucking government. They don't got a fucking plan. Right. We were supposed to have a plan back in 2018. uh, There's this there's this kind of thing going around where people um, have said that in 2018, uh, the, the current administration uh, disbanded the National Security Council pandemic board, which their their purview was to prepare and and you know evaluate the preparations for the United States like the entire United States on how they would be able to to effectively respond and put protocols in place for them to respond to a worldwide pandemic not only in the United States but also to be able to effectively provide support around the globe for a pandemic right i hear this in i a- hear all this stuff about how we did a bad job. And then I see all the borders closing relatively quick. What's a good, what would be a good job in this situation? I'm just curious. What do you think would be a good job as soon as, as soon as the virus is out there, the world shuts down or like, where do we go? Like how do, what's a good job? If shutting the whole world you know, down, not a good should, job. We should have shut down way sooner. Long we should have been ago. having, we had, when's, the, when's your first case? The- March 1st? What, like March 1st? I can't remember. When they first did the first New York, when they they found the first few cases in the United States, they should have quarantined immediately. Like, that should have happened. What they did in New York, where they have... 
where they have like a two mile quarantine area around one community, they should have done that. So what if what if like there was twenty happened. people? The, what if there's twenty people on that flight? Well, okay. And then now you got twenty cities, and you got the National Guard twenty twenty cities in your own country. All right. And then you got forty cities, and then you got a hundred cities. How many all cities right, can so you fucking quarantine? All right, Zell. So technically, in the United States, how it works is that each state has its own measures. Each state is responsible for responding to a, a, a pandemic or a disease or outbreak in its own, you know, in its own borders. I would imagine right? the federal government is is there in order to lend support monetarily and you know personnel wise, however they see fit, right? So the federal government should they should have they should have set a state of emergency the first time we got a case. The federal government, the president of the United States, should have stepped forward and said, 100%. "This is a national emergency." Hundred percent, right? Because the, all the funds, they, everything that you need, we've got you, we've got you your back. But that didn't happen. What did we have to go off of from this? All we had to go off of was what was happening in fucking Wuhan. That was enough to let you know that those measures needed to be taken right a fucking way. Okay. So now, I, and I have said, you know, like I said before, there is a definite, <laughs> there's a definite power vacuum. There is a place where you know. I can say it as an American or I remember that it's like the United States was ready to step up like every time. Right. Not just, I know other countries have done that, but it's usually like when you see it in the news, you see it in things, the always the United States stepped up to something like this. You saw the CDC going to where it needed to be and be like, we would have, we should have sent CDC scientists into China. We shouldn't have been fucking fucking around with a fucking trade war. Even if there is a trade war, we should have been like, no, we're sending our CDC people over there and we're going to evaluate this thing. Like, so we can have our own information, you know, fuck your trade war and fuck your shit. We're going to go over there and figure out what the fuck's going on. Cause we don't, cause this is going to hurt everybody. Okay. So that's the American version. Now I want to hear Andrew's version of what happened in Canada, because there's still only a couple hundred cases here, 300 cases and the whole well, country starters, shut down. I think we, clo we can completely close the borders. I don't think we should be fucking letting the borders open between us and the United States. One of the biggest outbreaks in no food, one of the biggest, no nothing. One of the biggest outbreaks in the United States is in fucking Washington. How far away from that is that from our, from that are we? No, I'm just saying like so closed borders. You mean like trade, food, supplies, resources, everything. Shut the border down because then if you do that, then the country falls it's gonna, down. It's going to take fucking extreme measures. But as I'm saying, they can't stop it. No matter what happens, they're not going to stop it. They even they even said you you listen to the guy in Rogan. What was that guy's name? He said when they released. When they release the quarantine in China, what you're going to see, he guarantees it, it's going to come back because you can't fight the flu. You can't beat it. You try and slow the spread. It's like the wind. He said it's like the wind. Exactly. Again, they're trying to flatten out the curve. That's what I knew. They're trying to mitigate damage at this point. I'm just because saying, if I'm pretty shutting sure the world down, at this if point shut, are like, we're for fucked. how fucking long? That's crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying. If we shut problem. the country Nobody down, knows. if we shut the world down within six days of like uh, actual like more than one case of it, if there's one case we shut the world down on any new viruses, boom! All right, lock down the world. Like, we gotta. Where? That's what I mean when people are like, "Oh, they did such a bad job in Canada." I was like, "Well, they seen what happened and they closed borders like almost immediately." <laughs> it's a. It was. It's not like it was a slow build. It's like, oh, there was one case then. A thousand and then ten thousand. Like, oh, we should close. It was like there was ten and then forty and then a hundred. Like, close the borders. It was not. Well, look at the look at the way South Korea has handled it. Their their cases are dropping off at this point, right? They're they're kind of in the the control, you know, area where they're they're things they're not they're seeing less cases pop up than 
uh, they were before, right? In the previous days or previous weeks. For now. Right? But only because of their massive response to it. You know, they rolled out testing for everybody. Drive-through testing was pretty much you had to pay a small fee. If you had symptoms, it was free. You could go to a drive-through and do it, right? In the United States, we didn't do that. The, the Do we even World have Health testing? Health? Is there even the testing World, available? Well, in, I don't know about Canada, but in the United States, testing was delayed because the World Health, the World Health Organization had its own test for the coronavirus, this COVID-19 thing, which the South Koreans, I'm pretty sure, was using. Uh, Trump said, you know, the president said that, no, we're not going to use that one. We're going to make our own. Like, I, I can't speak for all of Canada, but I know as far as BC goes, you have to be symptomatic to get a fucking swab. Right. And that's also a thing. Like, we didn't have enough tests and there wasn't enough tests produced, but it should be swabbing know. everybody that comes off a fucking international flight. Right. Yeah, even, I, I agree off a flight. Test is, even if the test is giving maybe false positives or whatever, it's like, that's still better. Like, it's better than nothing. Should have been but doing even, it. Even now, we're, we're at a point now, even in, in BC and in Canada worldwide, we're having community transit or, uh, contamination so it doesn't even really matter like for us or for my friend who's a paramedic last week one of our screening questions was have you done any fucking recent travel that is no longer a question because now if you're showing signs of a fever a dry cough and shortness of breath it's already fucking assumed right now i'm saying because we're having community exposures right this is a question that i didn't know so everyone says like oh they need the test they need the test how, when did this test become available? Like, obviously this is a new thing. So there was no test before. So they would have to make this test on the fly and somehow mass produce it to a billion people. Is that even possible I, to do? I believe we've had this test for a long time. These tests, well, like these tests, you could be used for the previous fucking strains of coronaviruses as well. You, that's, that's a fact. I'm pretty sure I'd have to. I look don't know. It. I was so wondering because I, I, I was reading that said like they don't have enough testing kits available they don't have enough made they've only been making them for two well, months because we've been burning through them like fucking crazy i i i again i i still i in this day and age where i question and have for a long time anything i get from mainstream news everything got a question that is being the the prime source of like this is where we need to find this virus information is you know, mainstream news. And I'm like, I just, I, I really worry that we're blowing this to be more than it is. But if we're not, and let's say, let's say it's, let's say, like you said, Andrew, it's mutating and we're not getting antibodies. You know, we're lucky enough in Canada here to have universal healthcare. So eventually we'll be able to get a shot. But what about in countries where you don't have universal healthcare, where you have to pay for it? We're, we're, crushing the economy and then we're going to make a, a, a you know pay to get better you want to be better you want to be immune and if not you better fucking stay inside because you can still get it okay this like, is this, this is coming back out now after all that because i've been i've been wanting to talk about this conspiracy because this is a conspiracy that's been going around for a long time it's been written about a bunch of books that it say there is I'm just going hypothetical. There is a controlling body, whether it be like a global banking conglomerate or like the most, the wealthiest people in the world trying to control the whole planet. There's always been that of you, if you like to, in order to like pass stuff or to gain public um, like backing, like with war, let's say like just, you know, wars in Afghanistan, Iraq, all the Middle East, 
There needs to be a, like a, an event which scares enough people into just giving away everything. So hypothetical, say this virus is not, it's not a bioweapon, but they've, the people at the top, let's call, let's, the all, the all metaphorically, the they, have been waiting. They know, they knew it was coming. It's been predicted there's going to be a, gla- a mass global pandemic. It's going to be a virus we haven't seen before. The vaccine will not be available. Now, if, say, in six months or one year, a vaccine becomes available and maybe not mandatory, but forced, that is the first step of now. So here, here's what, this is what, when you talk about when, um, what comes out of, like, this event. So now you have people scared of, like, transmitting these diseases across borders. Now... Next, so after this happens, this is the conspiracy that everyone in the world would become RFID chipped, right? A chip. And this chip will be able to like read like biomarkers, temperature, and probably know if someone's sick when you scan borders. Like, so you have to go, if you're going through a border now, the next step of this conspiracy of the new world order is to use an event like this to in order people to give up the rights, give up their freedom and have a fucking chip put into your arm. Because right now they have chips and passports, People don't know that. They have like a chip, a scan, a yeah. magnetic strip and a chip in your passport with all your information. The eventual goal is to have that chip. If you're going to go with the new world order conspiracy, one world government, one world currency, eventually, blah, blah, blah. You get the chip so in your wrist. you're saying that I should let people with Ebola come into my country. No, no, no. I can have them I'm check. just saying the, the conspiracy is you scare people in an event or you use an event for political gain. Kind of thing or okay. power game. I could see that. I could see that with terrorism. I could see that with places that it's like, well, we need mass surveillance and things like that. But a disease, scare, scaring you gotta, the whole. You got to sell me on it. You got to give me something else besides. You scare, I'm saying how easy it is to scare the whole world through the media. Okay, and what legislation would you pass? You wouldn't. You wouldn't probably wouldn't have to push any Listen, we have agreements with these countries. Like you don't have to get the chip. But then you just can't go to these countries. That's fine. You don't have to get it. But if you want to go to the states, uh, just like the next, you want to go across the border with the states. We have this treaty with the states, and you just have to have the chip. If you don't, you don't need it. But then you just can't go to the states. And that's how they. That's how they slide it past. Whoop. And then as soon as like, yeah, in, in order of national, and you don't have. But then you don't have to. You don't have to get the chip. It's still your choice. National. Like if, it's if just, you, get it. you know, it's just national in the interest of national security. It. I'm just talking the conspiracy that runs rampant online. Is that events like these are used through, are pushed through them. If you go through it and the media is controlled by the they, let's just say that. And it is it's a real virus. I'm not saying it's not a real virus. I'm just saying that it, get, it get, gets out in the media and it, instead of like perpetrating it, it's like all fear. It's not like there's very few newscasts that just sit down and be like, listen, here are the facts, unbiased. I'm not trying to scare you. It's this. You got people going like, one third of the world's population is going to get infected. Everyone's going to die. 100 million people. You're like, you're going doomsday here. I am as soon as people go but doomsday. Even, but even the educated epidemiologists are saying those things. Not educated th- people are saying, do not take this lightly. This is serious. This could potentially I'm, take. Right. But they're, but like I said, like we've said, they're, they're trying to flatten the curve. They're trying to get people to take this seriously. Not the fact that it's going to murder everybody, but that it's going to, they need to take it seriously because we need to be able to, uh, give the 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 healthcare systems around the world 
like a buffer to be like, we need to be able to get ready. They need to get more respirators. They need to be able to better prepare for having mass influx of patients. Like you can't just have all these people. If you can slow people down from getting infected, that's fine. You know, you shouldn't throw, you know, don't send a whole fucking elementary school field trip to a a senior's home. (laughs) Right. Because that happens sometimes. I mean, they have those things, right? They have like, they have like elementary kids go to hang out at senior homes, which I think is good. Like you have kids go visit seniors. Like that's always nice. Like they like that stuff. Oh man. Um, Might as well send a fucking bunch of Petri dishes there and get them fucking (laughs) their fingers (laughs) on But I'm saying if you can stop that from happening and then you have all this thing and like you can, you can slow that down and you don't have an entire, you know, a hundred seniors from one senior home have to go to the hospital all at once. And you can instead, you know, it's it's piecemeal, a little bit, little bit by little bit, maybe. Then I would think that's a good thing. And but people should take it seriously that the social distancing, the, all of this stuff, it's at this point you feel like it's overreaction, right? And it, there are there are some members of this, uh, like the CDC, like the head of the CDC, what is he, uh, David Fauci? Uh, or Fauci, I don't know his first. I can't remember his first name. Fauci. Um, he said that you know it's everything that we're doing is like, we're always behind because we're always getting the numbers. Everything's changing so fast. Like we're getting numbers in, we're getting new tests. We're getting rolling out more tests, more people you test will change the numbers. Like the more people that we find are COVID-19 positive, but don't show any symptoms and nobody's dying. Then it's like, it'll change the mortality rate. Like the more tests we get out there, the more information they gather. Yeah. It might look less serious, but the fact is it's still killing people right? The flu is still out there killing people. There's a bad flu season too. Right. It's like, and and they're saying that the flu is tapering off and there's, there's some hope, but also people saying it's false hope that the, the hot and humid conditions of the summertime and springtime will kind of also the COVID-19 will also taper off. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the reasoning about that, but it's, Cause it's still like in places like Thailand, like Thailand still has cases, but they're also not testing. Like they keep the, like every week their numbers are doubling. Yeah. Right. So, but they're also not testing. Like I think a testing costs there like $200 if you're not showing symptoms. Right. And 200 American dollars. And like, nobody's going to pay $200 just to get a test. If you're just like, you don't know that you have it. Right. That's partying so, for a month in Thailand. Right. So like people in, you know, how Andrew said, like you can have symptoms and not even know about it. So, or barely know about it or think you have allergies and it's like, why am I going to go get tested and, and whatever? But if you can take the two weeks off, you know, they're trying to be like, put everybody in quarantine. And then the government's trying to, I know at least we're, our, our government's trying to pass legislation to be like, we, we got to help people out. Like they, they recognize this, but there's also shady shit going down where people don't want to pass it because they don't want to pay for it. Or they don't think the federal government should help these people out, you know, which is dumb because that's your, that's your fucking responsibility. That's why we pay fucking taxes, you dumb fuck. That's what I mean. Like, you pay all this taxes and then no one wants to do anything about it. They're like, just go home from work. We're like, I need to work. Well, just go home. You can't work, but take the test. It costs $200, but I, can, I don't have $200 because I can't work. Uh, tough luck. Yeah. So there is, we were not ready for this. We should have been there. Like I said, when the, they had, they used to have preparation for this. There's, there's, I've read a couple articles that there was, there was infrastructure put in place for this in the United States, at least. Also in and BC. it was dismantled, right. And it was dismantled piece by piece because of cuts 
because somebody wanted to cut, you know, gives give other people, ta- you know, rich people tax cuts and and things like that, make and pay for the wall and all that nuts. All the other stuff. But you know, you had to find the money somewhere. And this per, you know, perhaps like the 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 people who are advising the president at that point, you know, their memory apparently only stretches for the last like two years, and they can't really remember, you know, uh, their last like epidemic, last H one N one, and all the other ones yeah. before. So they can't remember that. Like, oh, we haven't had anything in the last two years. Like, why the why why do we need these people around? Why are we paying these guys? You know, I'm a businessman. Yeah, I'm a businessman. If I see people sitting around doing nothing, I can just cut them out. They just get rid of them. Weird right. that these things seem to happen every two years. <laughs> but the thing is, is like... Well, someone posted that like every election year, there's a big fucking virus. That's wrong. No, it's that's, right, that's, but there's a, a virus every year. <laughs> Not just election years. It's every year. There's outbreaks every year. Every year. Some because worse than keeps, others. Yeah. Some so, not like this. This is This is the first time we've ever seen this. Ever. Yeah, it's... Is this a sign? Do you guys think this is a sign that we're just becoming, you know, like maybe a little too, I don't want to be like, oh, we got to kill half the people. But like, is this a sign that we're starting to get overpopulated? Because that's what happens in a lot of like other kind of animals and stuff is like when things get, you know, too many and too stuff, disease runs rampant and wipes out a lot of the population. When I think... When people say like, oh, it's a bioweapon, it looks engineered because of the weird stuff that happens. I go, okay, I can see why you think that because that's a good book. But nature itself creates the most deadliest, destructive, brutal viruses and disease that have like what? Nature is trying to kill us all the time. time. All the fucking time. All the time. And it, Since it has good ones. Ever. It has some crazy ones. Imagine Ebola was as an infectious as the this modern coronavirus. Buddy, that was a 90% kill kill ratio. I don't know yeah, if it was 90, but, but it was really why high. It wasn't as bad is because it kills people so fast. Like it once it kills a person, then it's not, you know, it's not infectious anymore. Yeah, but I mean, what what if it was? What if like like if you're gonna make a bioweapon, right? If you're gonna make a bioweapon and your goal is to like destroy half the world's population you take ebola you combine you combine it with the coronavirus so ebola sits in someone for seven days you know contagious before it takes effect that's that's a bioweapon what we see like what i when i see the coronavirus and what it is and that there's other coronaviruses and we've seen sars and mers like nature's just uh yeah. she's fucking cruel i think i think a lot of governments have uh, i think most well, you can say however you want. You can assume that most governments have uh, ass- their assessments of bioweapons is like they are impractical because they're, once you let that thing out, it's the genie out of the box. You you don't know what it's going to do. You come right back to your country. Yeah, it could it could have absolute un because if you're because you know if people play the plague ink or whatever like you want a rapidly mutating one that changes every single time and then that doesn't mean that it's not going to come back and fucking murder everybody in your country like it's they are wildly impractical now they're you know having a lab studying these viruses like that's a smart idea because yeah like zell said nature's trying to fucking kill us all the fucking time so you know or other countries are trying to come up with their own you know, they might be, there might be some countries that are trying to research bioweapons or whatever, but they're just like, it's, I think most developed countries be like, that's a bad idea. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> this, is, this is not smart. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, there's a lot of conspiracy conspiracy theories out there. I don't know. Did we want to read that one, the one funny post about how fucking Ju- Justin the fucking Q, the Q storm prime prime minister of Canada has been served by the president of the United States for corporate fraud, blah blah blah, and that's he's faking. <laughs> He's faking the coronavirus with his wife and they're sitting in parliament and this is being used to, this is the storm, I guess you would say, right? People are calling. Oh, this is, yeah, they're using this, the, 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 the whole thing behind the queue or at least this faction of the queue. Cause I think, I believe the queue has kind of yeah. splintered. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, one of the ones is like, this is the, uh, the COVID-19 is the cover for the mass arrests. The pedophiles. Of the, the people who are against. Trump, I guess. I or well, it's the, the, it's the I, don't, it's, I don't really know. The storm is about, you know, uprooting the deep state, the pedophilia rings, the satanic is, cults, okay. all that stuff. So so what is it like? This is from like March 13th or March 12th or whatever. Like uh the morning, 4 30 a.m. Uh Prime Minister Trudeau is served with a criminal indictment by the US corporate and financial crimes. Media owners are were instructed to historically brainwash everyone that PM has coronavirus with his wife and they won't be leaving their houses for a while. <laughs> Tom Hanks was arrested 48 hours ago for pedophilia and he is currently being kept in a hotel room in Australia, refusing to fly back to USA. Uh, next celebrity arrest will be Celine Dion, Madonna, Charles Bark, Charlie Barkley. It doesn't even say Charles Barkley. It says Charlie Barkley. <laughs> Old Kevin Charlie Spacey. Barkley. <laughs> Kevin Spacey all will claim coronavirus inspections. Wow. Celine Dion. What? But I don't What's get Celine it. Dion so- do? She's not That's even the, a she's not even a US citizen. No. Is she? She's no, she's Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. She's Canadian. What'd she do? It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Because uh, Italy's why would the government pro- propagate this virus just to arrest people? <laughs> Fucking dumb. Uh Italy's airports have been completely shut down as over 80 of Vatican and financial officials have be- been served same criminal indictments for financial crime, pedophilia, and sex child trafficking and sex abuse. The part about the Vatican, that is true, but the Vatican is its own sovereign country, and that would have nothing to do with Italy, and Italy is not in lockstep with the Vatican, so they would not give a shit if there were people were going to... And any charges that are leveled against those priests, like, they're going to be, like, from that country their country yeah so they would be able to pull them out it wouldn't be a matter of like italy they would just extradite them like it's fucking dumb <laughs> it's so i don't stupid. know just this event <laughs> has sprung so many theories i couldn't even keep up i was trying to read united, through them united emirates have completed mass arrests of their own royal family and affiliates does that count the fucking saudi prince who's 73 million dollar super yacht oh, capsized over in greece what? maybe the oh maybe that's why oh when did yeah. th- did that really happen <laughs> yeah that actually really happened like a couple days ago <laughs> yeah they fucking sunk it man 73 million fucking god ridiculous convicted hollywood rapist harvey weinstein agreed to a deal in exchange for his testimony against hundreds of top hollywood celebrities and their involvement in the drug business pedophilia child trafficking instead of 55 year sentence he was only received 23 year sentence in exchange he provided testimonies against some of the biggest and most powerful names including prince andrew (laughs) uh he's not even going to be alive for another 23 years former former vice president joe biden tom hanks Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, Quentin Tarantino, Charlie Sheen. Isn't Charlie Sheen dead? No. No. Are you still alive? 
yeah. he probably should have died a few yeah. times, but he's still going. Bob Saget, Kevin Spacey, John. Some Travolta, shits actually Jesus come out about Steven him Spielberg, though. About him, Podesta. Of course, Podesta's on there. Yeah, let's. Do, we'll talk about Charlie Sheen in the after hours. Uh, I don't have much NX, after hours in me. IVM and Pizzagate sex trafficking clubs. And hundreds of more who were directly involved with Jeffrey Epstein in exchange for Jeffrey Epstein's testimony. Uh, he will, he was allowed to make a deal and have his suicide in prison faked CEOs of some major world corporations have been indicted, arrested and some forced to resign in the last 30 to 60 days, such as the CEO of NBA, Harley Davidson, Gates Foundation, Intel, McDonald's, Caesar Awards, Vatican Chief of Police, Disney, etc. Approximately 700 to 800 more, 700 to 800 more resignations are coming in the next three months. Okay, well, like, I, you know what? Some of the stuff should be easy to substantiate. <sighs> okay, I'm not, you know what? They, they, got, they got some stuff, you know, uh, there is pedophilia in Hollywood. It's been, you know, there's been... There's sexual assaults, pedophilia. Didn't uh, didn't Corey uh, the Corys just put out their fucking movie? Did anyone, anybody watch that? <laughs> oh, they tried to like oh. yeah, they tried no, to. No, no, he got this. hacked. That, Remember? That was the most cringeworthy thing I've ever. He got seen hacked in my while life. they were trying to premiere it. Right? We're Feldman getting hacked. hacked in real time. That was real bad. Anything yeah. for the click? <laughs> eh? This is crazy. But he is <laughs> claiming that Charlie Sheen raped Corey Ham on the set. Of one of their movies. Yes. Char- Which is pretty intense. <laughs> Charlie Sheen does a lot of drugs. I wouldn't put a put any Listen. any claim past past it. <laughs> like, you, I, I don't think, think drugs make you a fucking pedo, man. Like I that's I'm not gonna defend anyone in case he did anybody. it. But yeah. here's my thing. My issue with that, with the the two the rape of the two Corys, whatever the documentary was called, I was like, one, you had to pay for it. So you were paying Corey who made it. And he was saying all this stuff years after, like years after, like his, the other Corey died, what, five years ago, six years ago now? Like, like it's been so fucking long. Like you're going to monetize your, like, and not even you, you're going to monetize your friend's rape. Right, that's good. That's that's how good of a buddy he was to you. Is yeah, that man, like listen, you're not gonna I, like? Let me tell you something, Andrew. If Charlie Sheen raped you, I'd tell everyone. Hey, listen, he's not the, getting away with that shit. Hey, if your fucking Goonies money was drying up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Those fucking Lost Boys royalties, those are fucking going away, man. He's got to sell something. He's got to make some money. His band obviously isn't making him any money. Is a band? Uh, oh yeah, and it's terrible. Ah. Uh. Sad for him. It was a weird one. And let's uh, final thoughts on Corona, Zell. Well, I got, I want one more thing. I don't know. You try shut me down, but we all talk about we all talk about uh, <laughs> how no one was prepared except has anyone heard of Event Two Hundred One? No, what's that? Oh, I had that written down, but so Event Two Hundred One just happened October eighteenth, two thousand nineteen, and it was a conference put on by the John, Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security. And with along with the World Economic Forum and Bill and Melinda Gates, and it was a two and a half hour m- melding of the minds of what would happen if a global pandemic broke out. And then what happened about two months later, she broke out. So people were worried about it, but yes, they no one took them serious. No one <laughs> uh, took them serious. 
Bill Gates has been talking about a panda a global pandemic since 2008. I'm pretty sure if you look it up, you have a TED talk about him talking about we need to get our shit together and realize that a global pandemic is on the fucking horizon and we need to be ready for it. Now, why do people you think blame Bill Gates as a depopulation agent? People's because that is the the society and the culture that has been propagated. He wants to, the to make condoms. It's like any anybody who has a bunch of money and is a humanitarian automatically demonized. No, no, he you wants know, to make good condoms to stop pig babies. Old yeah. old Billy Boy is just sitting in his fucking mansion, sitting there saying, "A fucking toe so, a fucking yeah. toe so." Sipping you know. on a Corona Extra like us. Yeah. And hey. if you're if you're it's working Corona for the time. John Hopkins. If you're good for the John Hopkins fucking center for what, what else are you supposed to do every year? I'm saying they just, they, if you're a think tank, if you're a think tank about, you know, infectious diseases, what else are you supposed to do as every year? So like, you, we think old Billy boy is a super villain. No, I think he was actually trying to help. Like, I don't know. He made, he, he's the one who funded that whole project about making poop water into regular water. He drank that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's where this came from. Poop water. I mean, bat shit in the water. I said it was bait. The bat or whatever. Fucking penguins. The, the bat shit in the water. The what's that thing called? The penguin. The, the pangolin. Pangolin. The pangolin drank the water. The virus mutated into pangolin. No. The Chinese the bat, markets ate the pangolin. The, bat, the vampire bat bit. It's pig the babies, show. Pig and babies. Then the, and then they took the pangolin stuff and they they made it into boner powder. And then they used it. And then they and took everybody the got powder. Corona boners. Everybody got Corona boners. Right. Coroners. Yep. Sure. Yep. Corona boners. All right. There's, there's going to be a lot of people who said we didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> Feel free to message us. With oh, your, shit. What did we talk about? Quarantine. Quarantine. I'm just saying there's going to be people. There's going to be people saying like you didn't go into that conspiracy or that conspiracy. That's because they don't have any. They don't have any substantiated claims. That I could find. So if they do, oh, let us know. Thought Rush Limbaugh, Alex Jones have been throwing shit out there and none of it sticks. It's just like, I look into this stuff. I, you know, you look into it, you just dig a little bit and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Show me, this show me some the, stuff. This is the biggest event in history since nine, like since nine 11, this is the biggest event we've seen. And it's not like it's just a, uh, event where it, it happened and now we can analyze it after it's, rapidly evolving and changing and continuing so it's it's just you know we're gonna have to wait longer till it pan out we weren't even gonna do a case file and it got so fucked up so quick that's why we were like ah no this is what happened we might it well. got so fucked up so quick it canceled Braden's trip last minute so we're like well I guess we should talk about it because everyone's <laughs> here because no yeah. one could do anything yeah. I can't yeah. do that I had to cancel I had to, well I I, I Send an email to. I might not get the job in Thailand now because, dude, I, Braden's tri- flight got canceled. Dan can't go back to work. All my band's gigs for the spring have been canceled. All festivals, bars, restaurants, everything is shut down. There's no small business going. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> this all happened in four days. Hey, listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. Come. What is it, March? Come April 1st, I guarantee you the bank will be taking the interest on all your fucking debt. Hey, man, I got an OT coming right. out the ass right now. <laughs> hey, some industries they don't give a some shit. Industries will thrive, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My works. 
my work's just about fucking halted to a stop. I might not be on vacation as of Wednesday. I might be on, I might be off for a while. Yeah, but you're still going to get paid, so don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll get paid. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll get paid. One thing, one shabby. thing about construction, no one shuts down, ever. Yeah. <laughs> no one uh, stops. What for do the we flu. got? We got any? We got any theory of the week, Zell? Oh no! Sorry we, to put we, you on the we, spot. We weren't going to do anything. We, no, we weren't going to do anything. Give it to all of them. Especially those who are currently suffering from Corona, if anyone. Uh, there we go. No, no, Andrew, Andrew, I want to give theoretic of the week to your friend. What? Your friend. <laughs> your who's friend. A paramedic. Oh, a friend of a friend. You want to give it to the friend of your a friend? Friend of a friend. Yeah, yeah, that's who I want to. Don't don't <laughs> say his name. We don't want him to get in trouble because he gives us <laughs> yeah, all the insider information. I'll He's let him know that. He'll the week. really appreciate that. Yeah, in the in the trenches. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, anything else we got? We didn't have space to say. We, we got, got no some, case father. We got reviews. We got reviews. People say nice couple things. Dan. Read some nice. Read some reviews, Let's Danny boy. Let's hear some nice things. All right, lit as heck oh. from Yanis the Greek in Australia. Space news. This is the. Oh wait, no. that's what I say. Space yeah. news. This is the best podcast <laughs> I've ever listened to. I'm about fifteen cases and I'm hooked. Can't stop listening to these podcasts. That's probably more New Zealand or anything. anything. I don't know what that was. Out of This World by C-E-N from the United States of America. Fantastic podcast! Exclamation point. Yeah, excited. <laughs> <laughs> this one, uh, I Must Be High uh, by Sometimes I Prove Myself. <laughs> Who doesn't? If when Eric I think Cartman, about you, I probe myself. myself. Oh, I just, if Eric Cartman, Adam Sandler, Joe Rogan, and Keemstar did a podcast talking about aliens, then this would be it. Wait, I don't know what who, read that one. Star who's is. who on that? We who's read that Cartman? one before. I don't know what a Keemstar is. I've never seen a Keemstar. Keemstar, is that a... He's a YouTuber? YouTuber? I am I'm aware of him. I don't know. Am I Adam what. Sandler? Yes. yes. Yeah, I could see that. You're Adam sure. Sandler. We're all Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh, another one. Great show by Graham CKR712 in the United States. I started listening two weeks ago when my future brother-in-law showed me the case file about the trip to Florida for WrestleMania. <laughs> From there, I was hooked. <laughs> I since have listened to 41 episodes in about two weeks. I listen to three to four case files a night while I work. Great show. I love the discussion. Keep it up. Word. And we will. And we will. Thank you. Keep, uh, keep on. <laughs> this one. Boy, get my magnum. By Justice Barkley from Canada. Boys, got to admit, this is hands down the dopest podcast out there. You've got me and my fiance hooked. We still... Uh, since we started listening, shirt idea, silhouette of a man with his hand out, staring at a UFO with the caption, boy, get my gun. That's actually a pretty good idea. This has been read before, and someone did send us that. They really? Yeah. That's just, yeah, I think. I uh, that. What's, yeah, the date? Yeah, What's the date yeah. on that review? That's January 15th. Jan yeah, January 15th. That's a fucking old-ass review, Dan. Read some old fucking reviews, Dan. <laughs> Right, we got so, some new Patreoners. We got some new Patreoners in March. Um, listen, we got we got so much 
on the Patreon for you. So if you're not already on our Patreon, you want to support the show, you want some more of us, get on there. It's awesome. You, what else are you going to do in quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> so we got some new Patreoners, and I'm going to read a couple real names. Good luck. Uh, Chris Neville. Jacob Ludwig. Uh, Nicoash Gaming. Travis Westfall. Dennis Trigillo. Fake. That is definitely not name. Danny Powers. <laughs> Good name. Lucy Clayton. Uh, Dominic Bodkin. Katie. Jake Wilson. <laughs> Blake Cates. And Bob Filtersnatch. <laughs> that's, a that was, that's a real name. 100%. And Ice Blue Shoes. That's the last one I'm reading. Blake David, Bree Nuts, Finn Lambden. I think that takes us back to last week. Thanks for supporting the show. Uh, thanks for supporting the show, guys. Hope you, yeah. hope you enjoyed um, watching the live stream of Braden and Braden in his hazmat suit and Andrew in his hazmat suit for about eight minutes and then stripped naked. <laughs> Too yeah. hot. It's way yeah. too hot. I broke my zipper when I ran to when I snuck away to go for a pee. I broke my zipper. Yeah. Uh, all right. This was supposed As to be. As we always yeah. say at the. Do we have a song of the week, Sal? No, this was a last minute case file. We didn't. Uh, I didn't get anything ready. Well, then in that case, <laughs> the song of the week this week is REM's. <laughs> it's the end of the world as you know. We'll sing it out. It's the, the end, end of the world, world as we know it. China Johnny Raven. End, end of the world as we know it. I we didn't start the fire. The delay through Skype is so bad. Yeah. All right, we're out of here. Bob Dole, Budapest. Village politician sex, JFK, blow it away. What else do I have to say?